Hallelujah. Thank y'all so much. I got so much to share, and I, I don't have a lot of time to share it. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, praise team. Thank you, Brother Roy. Hallelujah. Thank y'all so much. Amen. What about our praise team and our musicians? Come on. Can we give it up for them? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're talking about how not to stop the blessing. Part three. Our main text is Psalm 78 and 4, 41. Can I switch, guys? Am I, am I on still? Hallelujah. I want to say right off, I pray that this message is as much of a blessing to you as it was for me preparing it. I believe that this is going to change your life forever. I believe that you'll never be the same again. And that's what I believe. That's what I believe. I believe that this is the word for this hour. Amen. I believe that this is the word for this hour. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord today? Now here's what I want you to know. You're going to learn some things today that you don't know. So let's just lift up our hands and say, Lord, I'm ready to learn. <laughs> not going to argue with the man of God. And I'm definitely not going to argue with your word. If it's in your word, I believe it. I receive it. If you said it, that settles it. Not my experience, not what some other people have said, preachers say, or whoever, best-selling author says, whatever. The word of God says it, I believe it, that settles it, right? God said I believe it, that settles it, all right? Let's go to Psalm 78, 41. I think I've argued enough with the uh, fundamentalists, not arguing with them today. And we had one <laughs> try to interrupt the service last week. I was like, bro, chill out. And then I went to talk to Pastor, I said, no, my, the, I think Rondy got him and then Patrick got him. Just showed him scripture after scripture. Amen. And supposedly changed his mind. Amen. Praise God. Uh, Psalm 78, 41. Yea, they turned back and tempted God. They did something. Y'all, we cannot blame everything in life on God or the devil. We do stuff sometimes. Now, we're always under spiritual influence. So whatever we're doing has been influenced either by the kingdom of darkness or the kingdom of light. But y'all, neither kingdom can overthrow your will. The devil can't make you do nothing, and God can't make you do anything. A person can't make you do something. Because you have a will. I could physically make you sit down, but like that defined boy on the plane told his mama, I might be sitting down on the outside, but I'm standing up on the inside. Somebody say amen. <laughs> Nobody can make you do anything that you don't want to do. Hallelujah. But they turned back. They tempted God. And here's the big one, y'all, that people don't believe we can do. 
They limited it, the Holy One of Israel. They limited God's power in their life. And that is a concept. You can limit God. So we've been talking about how not to stop the blessing. But I'm going to tell you the good side this morning. Hopefully, it'll convince you. But as we start off, I want to start off talking about symbols, you know. We live in a country of a lot of symbols. Symbols of the blessing. But we, we, live, we live, you know, the flag. The American flag is a symbol. And to some people it represents patriotism. But to other people it represents capitalistic oppression and imperialism. <laughs> some people want to salute to it. Some people want to burn it, defecate on it, stomp on it, trash it. I never understood about the Olympic people. Why are you in the Olympics? I'm in the Olympics to run for my country. Your country has a flag. Come on, somebody. It's the stupidity of liberalism in our country. You won. You wouldn't even be on. You wouldn't even be competing in the Olympics if it wasn't for the United States. You win, but now you don't want to wear the flag or salute to the flag or do anything about the flag. So why are you even over there? For How about get a gold back? Somebody say amen. Makes no sense, but that's a whole other thing. But these symbols are not the thing. The American flag in itself is nothing. I mean, people want to make laws about burning it or something. But the flag is material. It's not the thing it represents. It's the thing that represents the thing. Somebody say amen. All kind of symbols that evoke all kind of emotions. The swastika, the, the, the Nazi symbol for Jews would evoke all kind of anger or shame or sadness. To somebody else, it evokes pride and, and victory. But the swastika itself is nothing. It's just a symbol of something. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? The symbol is not the thing. The symbol is the thing that represents the thing. Now, when you were came up like me, if you came up in poverty, whether you were white, black, brown, Yellow, if you came up in poverty, especially in the hood, the black hood, we got caught up on the symbols of the blessing, right? And it was like, if I could just get the symbol, we, we had given up hope many times or didn't have knowledge on how to get the American dream or how to become prosperous. And so what we did in the hood was we latched on, Nellie, to the symbols of prosperity, the symbols of blessing, right? And that's why even in the hood today, you know, most valuable thing most kids have are their tennis shoes, right? They can just get, if they can get some Jordans, if they can get some LeBrons, even in the middle of crime and crack and, and not in roaches everywhere and not having enough food, if I can just get a symbol, come on somebody, if I can get a symbol of the blessing. When I was growing up, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was Ralph Lauren Polo. It was, I mean, it's been big since when I was in school. 
And I just remember, and my mama, she was struggling. She couldn't afford it. My daddy wasn't sending, me, sending no money. She wasn't getting child support. And so, so she, all she could afford was the, 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 the nights of the round table with the flag on it, the horse with the flag, the, 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 U, the U.S. polo, the, U, the USPA. And, 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 and you get roasted when you go to school with the flag. That's why your polo man got a flag on it. They say stupid stuff like that. And you get your feelings hurt, and it didn't matter about the flag or not the flag. It wasn't about the polo. It was about what the polo symbolized. It was a symbol of blessing. It was a symbol of prosperity. And even now, I mean, if I go to the store, I just buy up all the polos in my size because I, I had a deficit. I got issues, y'all. Everything I got is polo now. I got polo socks, drawers, everything. Just polo! Because <laughs> I made it! And that's why in the hood, when people, you know, come from the hood and they get a, they get, you know, they get, they get a, a contract or they go to the NFL and they, the first thing they get is certain things that symbolize to them the blessing. And, and, and because for, for so long, they had no hope of getting the blessing. But how many of y'all know the symbol isn't the blessing? The symbol is the thing that represents the thing. And I know some of us will drive a, a Mercedes living, you know, paying $900 a month, living in an apartment, paying off some second, uh, secondhand used lot or something, just so we can have a symbol of, of the blessing or a symbol of prosperity, but I'm standing here to tell you right now, you don't have to settle for no broke down symbols. You can actually have the blessing. I wish somebody got excited about that. You can actually have the thing. Why do why do women let some deadbeat lay up at their house? They want a symbol. They want to look like they got a man. Come on, somebody. They, 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 they want to feel like they got a community. They feel like they in a marriage. They, they want to come on, somebody. And I see him. I see him. I see him. They go to Papa Do's, and that dude, he's standing behind, and she making all the things. I got reservations. She got the big purse with all the big money and the big car. He's standing back there with the two peggies in his mouth. I don't know why dudes do that. Y'all ever see dudes do that? He ain't paying for nothing. He's just like, he cute. He fine, everything. Now, she probably 20 pounds, 30 pounds overweight. Yeah, she got low self-esteem, and he be right down. Ain't finna pay for nothing. She wants the symbol. But I'm telling you, young lady, don't settle for the symbol. Come on, somebody. You can have the real thing. You can have the real thing. Somebody say amen. amen. Yeah, the symbol is not the thing. Come on, somebody. Amen. Polos and Jordan is not the blessing. Come on, somebody. Amen. Come on, somebody. It's, it's just a symbol of the blessing, right? And that's why truly prosperous people, they don't even need a, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, he bought like 20, uh, 1,000 black shirts. He wear the same clothes. Because when you, when you get it, when you, when you have it, I mean, he was born in the wealth, right? His daddy told him, say, look, either you can go to college or I'll give you this McDonald's franchise. That's what he came from. So he don't need the symbols. 
They don't need the son. They don't need the Mercedes Benz. They don't. Because they have the prosperity. They have the wealth. They have the blessing. And everybody in here today, everybody wants the blessing. Everybody wants to hit it. Everybody wants that idea. Everybody wants to get, who wants to be a meaning? Everybody does. Everybody wants the wealth. Everybody wants the blessing. And most of the time we settle for the symbols of the blessing, but the symbol is not the thing. It's only the thing that represents the thing. That's what it is. So don't get it twisted. <laughs> going after symbols, going after certain cars, going after certain kind of houses. Y'all, if you don't have a blessing on you, you can drive a Mercedes, a Porsche, and a BMW. You can live on the lake, all that. But y'all, at the end of the day, very soon, the, and the house will come tumbling down. Somebody say amen. amen. Don't settle for symbols. You can have the blessing. Tell somebody, say, don't settle for the symbols. You can actually have the blessing. But according to Psalm 78:41, you can limit God. You can limit God. So let's talk about the blessing. Let's talk about it. How do I get it? Where did it come from? Um, you know, there's a scripture in Deuteronomy. It says, before, before, behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. If you obey the commandments of the Lord, which I command you this day. Before I set before you this day the blessing and the curse. Everything that happens to me is God's choice. No. He gives you a choice. He'll set the blessing. He'll set the curse before you. That's why we do youth ministry. Because we want to teach young people how to make good decisions. Because daily almost, they're presented with the blessing and the curse. Come on, bro, just try it one time. The blessing and the curse. Come on, bro, get, get in this car. We finna go rob this bank. The blessing and the curse. Oh, girl, if you love me, you let me do it. The blessing and the curse. Every day. And I'm talking life trajectory changing decisions in a moment. At school, before school, going to school, coming from school. In a moment. Somebody say amen. amen. What is the blessing? The blessing is the power to do something, achieve something, or have something. What is the blessing? When I look up this word blessing, it's the implication of prosperity. To be blessed. Liberal blessings. A gift from God. The blessing. Point number one, A, the blessing is your choice. Everybody say the blessing is my choice. Everybody say the blessing is my choice. We, we, just, we just read you that scripture in Deuteronomy. I said before you, you can choose to be blessed or not. Or not. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things that worldly people seek, all of them. Do worldly people seek money? Do they seek cars? Do they seek prestige? Do they seek opulence? Do they seek luxury? He says, if you'll seek first the kingdom of God, most people don't believe that, and his righteousness, they'll come to church and act like they want to seek him, but then on Monday through Saturday, they seeking something else. 
And that's why sometimes we give in to the vaccines and stuff because we're going to lose our job. No, he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And he's going to add these things to you, right? So is it righteous? Did he tell us to give? So he, he told us to give. So we seek for his kingdom. And he said, it's going to be given unto All these things are going to be added back. But y'all, the blessing is a choice. And it comes from obedience. When we choose to obey God, every step in obedience is a step toward the blessing of God. Write that down. Every step toward trying to obey God is a step toward the blessing. And we're going to talk about the blessing. Woo! I got so much, I don't have enough time. Oh, please slow the time down. Every step of obedience, y'all. Did God say, come to church and don't forsake the gathering of yourself together? Every time you do that in obeying God, you're stepping toward the blessing. Now, there's some other things you can do to short circuit the blessing, even though you're coming to church, and that's what we've been talking about. But, y'all, the blessing and the curse is very simple. We know going to the club on Saturday night, backing that thing up, it's part of the curse. There's no light there. It's dark. We know people come out of situations in wrong relationships with bad, whatever you want to say, karma, whatever. Bad luck, we call it. Where'd you meet him? At a bar, he beats me every day. Right. We know that's the place of a curse. People doing drugs and having babies by people they don't even know. And Hello? I, just, I didn't sleep on with him the first night we went to the club. I slept with him the second night. Yeah. You know him a lot better on the second night than you did the first night. Ish. All right. <laughs> the blessing is your choice. Say the blessing is my choice. The blessing is a law, y'all. It's a, it's a spiritual law. It's a spiritual law. That's what it is. Just like gravity, it's a spiritual law. It'll work for you or against you. Let me tell you some things about the blessing. The end of the blessing is what? Anybody know? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make it real plain for you. Because these are the new people over here. The end of the blessing is rich. That's what the Bible says. Do you believe that that's what the Bible says? Stratton, the Bible says the end of the blessing is rich. Can I show it to you? If I showed it to you, would you believe it? Because we, we don't talk that. No, no. The church, Christian people, pious and poor, and you know, just give it all to the. No, no, no. Can I show you in the Bible? If I show you in the Bible, will you believe it? I told you I was going to learn some stuff you didn't know. Let's go to uh, Proverbs 10 22. We're talking about the Lord blessing people, right? So if the Lord's blessing people, whose blessing is it? Is it the Lord's? It's the Lord's blessing, right? Oh, we would call it the blessing of the Lord. Let's look at 1022. The blessing. Everybody, let's read it together. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh. Stop. Stop. It maketh. It maketh. Gina, do you make stuff? You make cakes? Do you instantly make a cake or does it take time? It takes time to make some stuff. You got to crack the egg. Get the flour. Beat the eggs into the flour. Melt the butter. Put the butter in there. Ooh, that sounds good. Put the chocolate in there. Sweet. 
huh? Whip it up. <laughs> yeah, you got to put it in the pan. I see her do it. She shake it to make sure it's. No, 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 no. Not instant. The blessing of the Lord. What does it say? Make it rich. But here it is, that it, it don't add sorrow to it. See, the devil makes rich too. Ask Biggie and ask Tupac. Ask Kurt Cobain. But he had a sorrow. Ask Robin Williams. But he had a sorrow. But but when the Lord, the bless, how many of y'all want the blessing now? Okay, this is the Bible. I don't care what somebody told you. The only reason we know about Christianity is the Bible anyway, right? Christ, right, is the Bible. Heaven and hell, where does that come from? The Bible, God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, where does that come from? The Bible. So the Bible is the book we believe, right? The blessing. How many of y'all say, I know some of y'all still got problems, Baptist people. All that prosperity, they talk about money. What does the Bible say? The bless. Let's read it together. The blessing of the Lord it maketh rich, and He addeth no sorrow with it. The blessing. So here it is, y'all. When the blessing comes on you, when God releases that blessing, its number one job is to make you rich. If you don't stop it. I know y'all don't believe it, but see, you've been stopping it. The number, do y'all see this? The number one job of the blessing is to make you rich in all areas. My beloved, I wish that you prosper and be in good health, even as your souls prosper. Add no sorrow with it. Yeah. Well, Steve Job rich, but he had sorrow added with his, though. Because he died of uncurable cancer. So what's having money, all the money in the world, but no health? Right? So that's what I'm saying. The, the, the blessing of the Lord is to make you rich in all areas. To make you prosperous in your health, in your finances, in your soul. What about you healthy and you, 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 know, you got money, but you go crazy, Robin Williams. You got money and you're healthy in your body. You're not amputee, you're not diabetic, you, you're fine, but you're mine. So what does the Bible say? My beloved, I would that you prosper, be in good health, even as your mind, will, and emotions prosper. That's the job of the blessing, y'all. That's the job of the blessing. That's why God gave it to us. How many of us want to be blessed now? So if you will leave the blessing alone, if you will stop interrupting it, if you will stop stopping it, if you will stop slowing it down, if you will stop doing what God says and stop doing what God says, if you will just leave it alone and just let it do its job, it's going to make you rich with no sorrow. And I'm a living witness. When, you, when your children start having a conversation with you, one of my children had a conversation with me. Daddy, no. Do we have a million dollars or not? This is they're asking me. You worth a million, right? Now, y'all, I didn't answer that question. But, y'all, when they start asking you that, do your children ask you that? Mama, we broke, ain't we? Yeah, right. <laughs> when people start asking you that, y'all, y'all, my, my children asked me that two years ago. 
But the blessing got on me, y'all, and I stopped stopping it. I stopped interrupting it. I kept cooperating with it. Is this simple? Oh, God, I'm running out of time. Oh, Jesus. You want to see the blessing at work again? Go to Job 1 and 9. I'm going to show it to you several times so you'll know that that's the job of the blessing, y'all. Please don't stop the blessing. Right. And you keep stopping it. You let other people stop it. Talk you out of coming to church. Talk you out of going to this church. Why you, uh, you okay. So that's the, so soon, see y'all, soon as you get in the process of the blessing, the devil's number one job is to stop it. Because he don't want you blessed. Do you get this? Look at verse 9. Satan is talking to God. He is highly upset about how God is treating one of his children named Job. But watch, brother, what made him upset. Let's look at this. Satan answered the Lord. He said, does Job fear you for nothing? Keep going. Has you not made a, a, a hedge about him and about his house like you protecting him, right? Jesus be a fence all around me. That's kind of where this comes from. You made a fence about him, all his house and everything he has on every side. And you have, what's that word? Blessed. See, we think that blessed is something we say as somebody sneeze. God bless you. We did that. That's not in the Bible. Satan said, you blessed the work of his hand. And watch what happened. And his substance is increased in the land. Y'all, there's another translation that says he's very rich. Because you blessed him, he's rich. The job of the blessing, Cassie, is to make you rich. That's not the job of the blood of Jesus. That's to save you. Different things got different jobs. It's not the job of the angels. That's to protect you. But the job for the blessing, come on, the job description for the blessing is to make whoever you get all very rich. That's it. You ever heard that before? Have you ever heard that before? No, I told you you were going to learn something you didn't know. That's, that's the whole point. <laughs> Do y'all see that? Can I show it to you again? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, Pastor, that's Old Testament stuff. No. Look at it. Let's go to Galatians 3.13. When Christ came, y'all, he came to do a lot. Not just the blessing. He came to do a lot, y'all. Number one, he came to redeem man. He came to pay for the penalty of our sins, right? So that we could be in eternity with him. We don't have to go to hell, right? He came to pay for all of our sicknesses, right? By his stripes, we are healed, right? He came for our prosperity. Chastise of our peace was upon him. Peace is prosperity. Nothing missing, nothing lacking. Shalom, right? Not talking Absalom and Lakeham, all that stuff. We talking the Bible, right? They got that from the Bible. Shalom, right? All right, peace, nothing missing, nothing lacking, right? He came, but the Bible said he came to destroy the works of the devil. 
The Bible said he came to seek and to save that which was lost. Not those who were lost, what was lost. There were some things that were lost in the, in the, in the garden. The first thing he did with man and woman when he created them, the Bible says he blessed them and told them to be fruitful and, and multiply. Blessing has been here from the beginning. But what happened was when Adam disobeyed God, we walked into the curse. And that's why over in the third chapter of Genesis, the, 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 the penalty for disobeying God was he said, curse will be the ground. Curse will be you and childbearing, right? The curse. But look at what, what Christ came to do. We, on the cross, one of the things he did in that transaction, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for, cur for his written, cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree. Next scripture. That the, here we go again, that the blessing, blessing of Abraham. Abraham. That's very specific. Who are the richest people in the world? The children of Abraham. Now watch this. Not just, if, if we say the top two, the top two riches, both of them are Abraham's children. The Arabs with the oil and the Jews. They're both the children of Abraham. Israel is just the good child. The one that God chose. But the blessing of Abraham might come on the non-Jews, the Gentiles. I'm black. I'm white. I'm Scottish. No, you're a Gentile. That's all you are to God. You're either a Jew or you're a Gentile. That's all we are. Or the third category, the church of the living God. That's what the Bible says. The blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise through faith. The blessing of Abraham. So can we find out what the blessing of Abraham is? Can we find out what the blessing of Abraham is? How many are interested in not stopping the blessing now? Amen. Amen. So what is the blessing of Abraham? Well, let's go to Genesis chapter 13, verse 2. We can go to Genesis, I'm sorry, Genesis 1 and 22. To go to that scripture we just talked about, Adam and Eve, Genesis 1.22, what does it say? And God blessed them. There it goes. Saying, be rich. Be fruitful and multiply. Are you rich when you're the only two people on the earth and on everything? And they put them right in the middle of the garden where there was diamonds and everything because it was in Africa. Adam and Eve was in Africa. Hello, other races. <laughs> That's where it was. Genesis says it. That's, where's the Euphrates? Is it in Great Britain? Is it in Alaska? The Euphrates is in Africa. And the Tiger River is in Africa. So it was in Africa. With all the resources, they were very rich already. He blessed them. Right? But we don't have the blessing of Adam. Because mm -mm. Adam lost the blessing. The Bible said we have the blessing of Abraham. So let's go over to uh, Genesis 13 and 2. What does it say? <laughs> What does it say? Genesis 13 and 2. Is this good teaching today? Amen. And Abraham was what? Very rich. God blessed him. If you want to hear about the blessing, go over one chapter before in uh, chapter 12, verse 2. Go to chapter 12, verse 2. What did God say? Chapter 12, verse 2. 
chapter 12, verse 2. Oh, my God. And I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and I will make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Genesis chapter 13, verse 2. What did the blessing produce? What did the blessing? He was very rich. The blessing of the Lord makes if you don't stop it. Please don't stop the blessing. But we be stopping it, y'all. And we just keep stopping it. Why? So my man, and you look very interesting. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you why. No, no, I, I do. I'm going to tell you why. Because we don't have a blessing meter. You know, people talk about gaydar and stuff like that. We have no blessing dar. I'm, I'm serious. If we would track when the blessing started, Jasmine, when did the blessing start, though? When did you get on the path to get your house and all that? What, what factor was there? Was it Kingdom Church? Okay, so why in the world would you ever stop going to that place? But what the devil want to do though? He want to get you offended to get you away from the place of Is that simple, y'all? See, see, we got to have a blessing radar to figure out where is the blessing? Uh, over there with my cousins. Stand in the bed on Sunday. Going to that old church that everybody, you know, can't even get in. It's closed. When I was going to club, smoking weed. Do, 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 do. When somebody invited me to KCOH and I went to that first, did my daddy get healed? Did I have babies when I couldn't have them? Did I get a house when I had no? It's the place I'm blessing. So why will we stop? When I was just doing whatever with my money, one panel toss, two, 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 two. When I sold a $500 seat at the Even the More conference, and then I just got all these cars, and I got 50. Two, 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 Why stop, y'all? See, the, the, the job of the blessing is to make you rich if you don't interrupt it. But we keep interrupting it, y'all. Please don't stop the blessing. But you can if you want to because it's your free will. It's your choice. It's not God. And don't be sitting up there talking about God, why, why, God, why? And you're doing stupid stuff that is not conducive to keep the blessing flowing. And some of us, we just can't never connect the dots. But it's so funny. The people that I'm around all the time and teaching, they can't connect the dots. But we was with somebody not long ago, just met them. 
and was in a conversation recently, and they have been dishonorable to me. And they came down with COVID, and they said, they connected the dots. They said, Pastor, I'm not going to say nothing else dishonorable to you because I feel like when I said the first thing, that's why I got COVID. If I continue on, so I'm not, I just want to apologize. Now, you know what I'm saying? Not, not these people. That, but, but, y'all, but we can't connect the dots, though. That's how we stop the blessing. Oh, Jesus. Can y'all give me five more minutes? Can I, I mean, some of y'all didn't say nothing. Okay. I will stop now. Can I get five minutes? All right. Just five minutes. Lee. <laughs> Write this down. This is too good to miss, y'all. The blessing is always active and always moving. That's the truth. The blessing is always active and always moving because it's always doing his work. Let's go to Deuteronomy 28 and 2. We, we read this every week. And if you'll if you obey the commands, he says, all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if, if everybody say if. Yeah. if. If God is always in control of everything that happens, why does he put if in the Bible though? If God is doing everything regardless. No. He said the blessing will come upon you and overtake you. What? Tanisha, y'all probably don't say this. Y'all kind of young. When I was young, they say if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. That's what they say. Because everybody always talking about if. But if is a crucial word. If you do this. The blessing is going to come upon you and overtake you. Yeah. Pastor, I don't really know what overtake means. Okay, let's switch the words. Take over. The blessing wants to take over every area of your life. If you would give the blessing free reign in your life, the blessing will take over. It wants to take over your automobiles. It wants to take over your finances. It wants to take over your health. It wants to take over your boo and your romantic relationship. It wants to take over your clothes. It wants to take over your mind. It wants to take over in every area of your life if you let it. It will come upon you and take over, but no, you want to step in and take over, take credit. I got it now, God. Thank you very much. And that's why I keep stopping. Every last one of you had them seasons where it's like, man, I can shoot a three-pointer from anywhere over the back. It's going in. You've had those moments. What happened? You stopped the blessing. Because the blessing wants to take over. Carrington, it wants to take over. But you got to give him the will. <laughs> you got to let him take over. Somebody say amen. Yeah. And sometimes you got to do stuff that you don't want to do. Lundra, if you don't take that Mercedes-Benz $900 a month car back, that's what I told her. That's what I told her. Before she signed the papers, that's what I told her. Did you want to do that? No. Signs wanted the miracle back me up. Accident on the freeway coming from the dealership. Just bought it. No, take it back. See, that was the key to her blessing. 
to her $300,000 house plus the other house. Now she got a business. Now she got two businesses, a job. She got all kinds of streams of income because she obeyed. She got out of the way. She didn't just settle for the symbol. Come on, somebody, of the blessing. She gave the symbol back and got the real blessing. Stop getting in the way, y'all. I'm going to stop right there. I got to stop. Stop getting in the way. Y'all got two more pages of notes. It's going to blow your socks off. I promise you. It's going to blow your socks off. One more, one more, one more. I saw people looking at their watch a few minutes ago. What time is it? Stratton, you got time for one more? All right, here. Stratton, cool. Them boys, they come to my house. They, they, we have Bible study, man. They hungry, y'all. <laughs> Jeez. One more point. The blessing wants to take over. Ha. <sighs> all right. Well, that was all the good news, so here's the bad news. Point number one. <laughs> Because I'm going to give you examples of people who stopped the blessing. People who stopped the blessing, y'all. And y'all, you know, I can say this so passionately because I remember when the blessing kept starting and stopping. I remember when somebody walked and gave me $100 and I feel like, okay, we got it. But then nothing else. You remember them spurts, Jeannie? Of prosperity, just little spurts. The spurts of the blessing. Anybody ever had a spurt? Yeah. Feel like oh, this oh, you just uh, uh. <laughs> Y'all know what the spurt? That's frustrating. Isn't it? Like ah, just like good times. Y'all remember good times? I'll show you good times. Right? Good time. Every time they get ready to get out the ghetto, every single time. Why did J.J. have to take the picture? She married an NFL star. Broke his leg, and now, sweet daddy, he's still on that one. We almost got out the ghetto. What's his name, Keith? Keith was going to get them out the ghetto. But J.J. had to take the picture and break his leg. It's always... The good time is you almost, it's almost, but then, no. All right? So let's talk about this. The first one, we dealt with him a little bit last week, Esau. Esau. Esau was stupid, yes. Esau was stupid. Esau was stupid, though. And some of us have been stupid. Hello? Let's look at 12.16, Hebrews 12.16. And I, I, I promise you, I promise you we're done. This is how you stop the blessing. This is so true. Y'all, you got to obey God. This, there, there's some rules. You got to obey God for the blessing. Right? Right? You got to obey God. Like, you got to still work for the Texans so that you can get in the stadium and have the Like, there's certain things, right? You got to do to get certain benefits, right? Okay, you got to obey God, and you got to be willing to obey God. You're not obeying him perfectly and all that, but that's your heart. I just want to obey God, right? 
So you got to do that. But look at 12, 16. Well, look at 15. It says, look diligently, lest any man fail the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness spring up, trouble you, that many may be defiled. Look at 16. So he said, look diligently. Number one, to see if there's bitterness. That doesn't go with this, but the look diligently does go with this. So he said, look diligent to see if there's any bitterness, right? But then he said, look diligently, because 16 goes with it, lest there be any fornicator. Now, I have this in my Bible, fornicator. I tap on that word fornicator. And fornicator is the word pornea, pornographic, right, that we get that word from. I'm not going to go into that. Or profane person, as Esau who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when you would have inherited the blessing, when he would have inherited the blessing, which was going to make him rich, right? He was rejected and found no place of repentance. So that's for all you Hebrew Israelite uh, Muslim brothers. Esau isn't the one that's blessed. I want you to see that. Neither is Ishmael. Hello? Because black people make a doctrine out of any stupid stuff in the Bible and come up with their own belief system. No, no. The Bible is telling us that Esau was profane. He was foolish. Sold his soul for Tootsie Roll, as we say, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. But then he rejected. So y'all, we don't stop the blessing because of impulses. So we knew we were going to True Lux yesterday. Didn't nobody eat nothing. Everybody was hungry. Everybody was hungry. But y'all, in about 45 minutes, we had another sensation called full. It was over. Just that quick. And y'all, and they'll know this is in the room. And get deliverance, get counseling, get whatever you need. We'll help you. You need to get a life group leader. But, y'all, I'm going to tell you now, one of the reasons why the blessing keeps stopping, and I remember it happening to me. I remember it happening to me. Because we choose a fleshly appetite over spiritual obedience. Now, y'all, that can be almost anything. It can be food. Most likely it's not, that's not the, the thing that's stopping the blessing for you. It could. But sexual appetites, man, it's so rampant. People will lose their home because they have no self-control over their loins. Y'all, that impulse and that desire, as quick and strong as it comes, it can get satisfied and it goes away. And you're sitting there remorseful, like, man, what did I just do? What did I just do to my wife? What did I just do to my husband? What did I just do to my home? If you're single, what did I just do to God? Hello? And we've been in a situation, even recently, I'm going to put it out here again. I'm not saying it's a word of knowledge. It was when I was in Charlotte. See, some, some women that's Christians, you know, they done got themselves right and got on the right path, and they still can't get the blessing. It's because you need to go back and apologize to that man's wife. Yeah. Because when you sin with her husband, you sinned against her. 
Pastor, I don't want to start no mess. It's already a mess. You can't get in the blessing. I'm sorry, you go ahead and do whatever you want to do. You can't get in the blessing. You cannot. See, and I'm telling you, see, it's getting real serious now. Everybody was happy when we was talking about the blessing wants to take over. It does. And it wants to take care over your loins too. Hello? I don't hang with no pastors cheat on their wife. I don't hang with no pastors that be looking at women in church, talking about women in church. I don't hang with no preachers that got other women other than their wives on their phone. Hello? That's my wife on my phone. Hello? Because I don't want to stop the blessing. And not only should you not be partaking in sins, you should not be approving or shielding or protecting other people that's doing the same either because the Bible says you become a partaker of their sin. And the same thing that they get for doing it, you get for aiding and abetting. Tell my husband this. I wouldn't be doing that. Tell my wife I'm doing that. Don't do that. I see some faces in the room. I'm just keep on looking up. Because it's in this room. And we want to get blessed, but we ain't, we, 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 ain't de- we ain't dealt with the real. We ain't gone back and made stuff right. How you think that wife feel, man? You laying up with a husband, though. How you think God would? Don't nobody know. God knows. The devil knows. Angels know. <laughs> and you know. Your conscience knows. Your spirit man knows. Hello? Was that the one more point you wanted? <laughs> every head bowed, every eye closed. Come on, let's thank God for the word.